Hey everyone, it's Aaliyah Henry, and you're listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Expect to hear insightful interviews and panel discussions covering community, entrepreneurship, health, and women's empowerment. Don't miss out. Keep listening. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. Hey, everybody. I'm joined today with Christy Andrew, and I'm looking forward to sharing how she jump-started her business venture, Mana Juice Bar. Searching for healthier options to fuel her growing family's active lifestyle, she and her husband, Dominique, collaborated with a food scientist to build a brand around providing fast, fresh, and efficient nutrition via cold-pressed juices and other delicious products. This lively conversation with Christy is sure to inspire you to jumpstart your dreams as well as a healthier lifestyle to fuel your body, mind, and spirit. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. Thanks, everybody, for listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. My special guest today is Christy Andrew, and she is the co-founder of the Mana Juice Bar in Mansfield, Texas. So welcome, Christy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, here. <laughs> I know, right? We're virtually here, virtually everywhere. <laughs> Definitely our new normal. <laughs> yes, this is how it's going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. I will say that, um, you know, sometimes it does feel like, um, I'd love to just get out of the house and, and sometimes I still do. I'll just drive around for a little bit, get back in, open up the windows and, and get back in the house and get to doing whatever I was doing. But sometimes you just need those breaks too. Right. For sure. For sure. <laughs> just to see like a bird or something like oh, free. So it's interesting. My husband and I have stopped by your store and, um, you know, tried your juices. And of course, we're always excited when any new um, store comes in the neighborhood and um, in and, and, and a, and a store that you like, right? You mm-hmm, right. get in there and you like, you have a good vibe. Um, and that's what really just um, caught both of our attentions. And so as I was thinking about people that I want my audience to know, I thought about you and Dominique, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what you guys have created, but not just simply because I'm partial, because <laughs> I just enjoy the juice <laughs> and like the atmosphere when I come in, but really um, on an entrepreneurial level, I just wanted to hear your story, tell your story, all that good stuff, because I know a lot of times I get a lot of questions and people will ask me, you know, what, what was my entrepreneurial journey like? Um, you know, did you, you know, did you have to, um, did you plan? Did you jump right in? All of those things. And so as I have consistently interviewed lots of entrepreneurs, I just love hearing those dynamics because Mm -hmm. I also think that it gives an opportunity for other people that are listening 
um, to get just a different vibe um, from everyone. Because sometimes you see these big, great big stories that talk about, yeah, I was jumped in entrepreneurship and I made billions of dollars. And, you know, <laughs> then there's other stories of, you know, people that have started entrepreneurship late in life mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, excelled. I mean, it's just really great. So I just love the dynamics of just hearing the stories, sharing those best practices and, and really just being able to share you with the rest of the world. So um, I'm gonna jump right in and yeah. um, ask you, you know, what was the inspiration and the why for opening Manajuspire? Right, so it's so weird even now I'm still like we've been doing this a year, a year and a half at this point. And to still hear you say and people say like as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, like that is my hat at this point. <laughs> and it has not always been that way. So it still fits weird on me to have to really embrace it and say, man, I guess I am an entrepreneur. Um, my husband is an entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur since. Oh man, he was throwing parties in New Orleans and he just always was trying to create something. And um, we moved out here and, you know, we, we started juicing, we moved to Dallas. We're originally from New Orleans. And so it was something that was a part of our lifestyle, something that we used to do to kind of get our kids to drink fruits and vegetables and things like that. Um, but we drove to Dallas a lot for juice and we drove to Fort Worth a lot. and you know, we had to do it ourselves. And we realized, man, to say this is such a progressive community, you know, there's no juice bars out here. Wouldn't it be cool if they had one, you know, for us to do and not, you know, the chains, like that's not juice. It's not really good for you. Nothing but preservatives, like something just really nutritious that we can just run and go grab. And so we were just like, okay, let we can do that. And so we were initially looking to franchise um, or to find a franchise of something. But, you know, with cold pressed juice, it's a newer concept within the last five or six years or so. So no one franchising really had a name like that. And when you're franchising, that's what you're paying for. If I get a McDonald's, I'm, I'm buying McDonald's because it's McDonald's and everyone who's looking for a McDonald's is going to come to me. We knew we would have to build it. We knew we would have to still do the marketing and things like that. So it was like, well, let's just figure out how to do it ourselves. And because my husband is an entrepreneur, it was, it was at the forefront of his mind to take it that way as soon as we kind of figured out the work that was going to be involved. And so instead of just taking money and writing a check and putting something up in six months and going for it, we took the year or so, two years probably almost, to literally build it from the ground up okay, what's the operation going to look like? What That's are the exciting. recipes going to be? It was exciting. And it was also very haunting in a sense because it was something that I felt like it was such a good idea. I really felt like somebody else was going to do it. I, I, I just really felt like, and I, and I do feel like, in five years from now, there's going to be a juice bar. Everywhere you see a fast food place, there's going to be a juice bar the world is trending in that direction of health. And that's where we wanted to invest in. And so I felt like the time was just chasing us to get this up and get this running. And when we finally had everything together, it was like, okay, yes, like where are we gonna put this? 
and we thought about a lot of places down here because like I said there was nothing down here but our target audience for the most part were people who lived in our own community in Mansfield people just like us looking for Jews looking for healthy options for their families and their kids and so we just said okay let's put it right here in our area you know literally around the corner and you know that of course made life easy for us as well but um we just took the leap and did it you know i mean it was hard it was a lot of hard work it was a lot of successes and tries and delays but eventually we got it up and running and when we opened everyone was so happy to receive us everyone was so happy we were there it was almost like a this place in mind we felt like there was a need and the answer to all of that is yes yes there was because here are the people here to support it and so we're just really grateful to be able to take something from conception and actually actualize it and I think that's really important as an entrepreneur um, or even in you know if you're a professional right in your career still mm -hmm. being able to take a project from thought process and here's your vision and then mm -hmm. you're planning and now you've got to implement it and mm -hmm. so um it really is key i mean and and the one thing i think that probably you all appreciate is the fact that you have done it mm -hmm. and if you wanted to do another one mm -hmm. you would know like oh okay well we probably don't want to do it this way right because you've already learned some of those challenges as well exactly. um, and i think that that's probably the sweet spot in building out something that's really your own right is replicating and duplicating it yeah i mean and it's funny because we were literally talking about this today and it's like you know it's a business it's not a bicycle you know yes. once you learn how to ride a bicycle you can ride any bicycle any day of the week anytime you never forget it's the same method every single day it is what it is like this is more like a living child yeah. so like the first year this was an infant and now it's a toddler so whereas it's not as challenging as it was you know day one or two it still has its own set of challenges that come with it it's walking now it's talking now so what do we need to do who do we need to change what do we need to become in order to give this child business exactly what it needs so that's kind of where we are currently so when you think about your personal unique skill set and um and dominic's too you know but what has helped you um become successful because you actually you you said i have to still identify being an entrepreneur but you actually have been working yes. <laughs> so I, I want i want everybody to know like she actually has a career as a, well <laughs> a career yes i was in the pharmacy industry for um god for, since i was in college i was in pharmacy so since 2003 i'll say i'll say that at least so what, that's like 15 years i guess almost um and i've seen every aspect of pharmacy from being a pharmacy technician to being a pharmacist to being a pharmacy manager to being a pharmacy director and so um throughout 
those experiences, it's given me the eyes and the skill set to translate into this. I used to say about pharmacy, um, and I didn't, and I was literally saying this about pharmacy to relate to pharmacy, but now I can say this about pharmacy to relate it to this. Um, I used to always say that um, pharmacy was like selling anything. It wasn't retail pharmacy is not as much healthcare as people would think. It's more like Burger King and um, McDonald's than you would wish it really was. And so um, I also felt like, well, if I can sell drugs, I can sell juice. You know, it's the same principle. It's cost of goods, it's labor, it's overhead, it's, you know, shrink, it's organization, it's management, it's, it's all of that. And as a pharmacy manager and as a director, you have to wear many hats. You know, it's not just, oh, I'm counseling patients today. All right. Well, that's not all you're going to do. Like, you're going to answer the phone. You're going to counsel patients. You're going to manage your staff. You're going to receive inventory. You're going to count pills. You're going to check pills. You're going to give flu shots. And so in comparison to that, I could do this. I mean, you know, and then yeah. it, this is mine. So I have been in a situation where, you know, you're talking the pharmaceutical industry. I have made people millions of dollars based off of an idea, based off of efficiency, based off of workflow changes. You know, I can, I can do this for my family and I can figure out how to enter this industry and make us some money as well as actually helping people and giving back to my community in the sense that you have a healthier option other than what we do have around here. So those things is, are what I brought to the table. Um, and with Dominic, he, like I said, he's always been an entrepreneur. And so it wasn't just so much of his entrepreneurial talent as much as he's a visionary. Like that's, I don't, I don't mince words saying that, like he's established himself as that over time. And so when it comes to him, he can walk into a situation and say, okay, this is what we need. This is what I see for this. This is what this can be. And based on my skill set, I can take that and actualize that and make that into something. And so we work well together in that. And I think that partnership is why the business is so successful as well. Everyone has their role and you know they do what what they do best it's interesting i was listening to another podcast um better with paul um <clears throat> just a couple days ago and he spoke about how you know sometimes when you do see couples in entrepreneurial journeys you do see them work well together if mm -hmm. they you know obviously are bringing things to the table that complement each other because that's the thing you don't everybody doesn't have to have that same knowledge and you don't right. want that anyway right. and you really don't want that even in the corporate space nonprofit space on your teams you really do want people to mirror opposites and so um it's it's refreshing to hear you say that as well because yeah. um uh, he and his wife has worked also work together, you know, so it's it's interesting to just see couples who are in businesses together. I've interviewed other couples as well that have worked together and been able to, you know, make those things happen or support each other in that because I do think a part of the success is having the uh, audience and your your team um, 
and your support base really understand what it takes to make the success because exactly. everybody doesn't see the grind right or to even be equally invested i mean we've all been involved in projects to where it was more important for me than it was for the people around you or for the team or you have more at stake than anybody else at this point we both have you know what we have at stake it's it's equal and so yeah. we're both dedicated to getting it done and so we understand if you know okay well i guess we can't have a date night tonight like you have to go to the juice bar like i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be pulling at you to do something other than what should be priority at this particular point in time and then we can make something else a priority at another particular point in time and it's an ebb and flow and it is learned it is not innate you know yeah. it's not something that just, <laughs> just happened this we've learned it we are learning it um, and I'm actually reading a book. I'm not done, but I feel like it's going to be really helpful called Rocket Fuel. And it's okay. about, um, it's not so much about couples as much as it's about um, people being on a team, taking their team to the next level. And it's like a visionary and an executor, I feel like it's called. And who's the visionary, who's the executor and how you work well together. And I've read like three chapters of it. But I already see like, okay, this is his role. This is my role. Like this is going to kind of help us both do this a little better than even we have been doing it. So, you know, it's a constant growth. And like we said, as the business is growing, we're growing as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So tell me a little bit about some of the changes that you guys have had to make within the pandemic. So honestly, like for us, of course, it's like the mask and things like that. But we've had a real business boom since the pandemic. It's been busy. Um, and people are taking their health serious. And, you know, this is why I feel like we, we are here. This is why the urge to do this was so pressing, because I feel like God knew this was coming. And we were perfectly poised to receive everyone who's now saying, okay, I see I need to build immunity. How do I do that? Okay, I want to start eating healthier. I want to start, you know, a healthier lifestyle. How do I do that? And so what we've had to do is figure out how to create and expand very quickly to be able to accommodate all of the new business. So we've had to hire and train very quickly. Um, we've had to increase inventory and put new vendors in place very quickly. We've had to form new partnerships very quickly. Um, in, in these times where everyone else is slowing down. So that for us has been the challenge to go faster while the world has literally stopped. That's kind of hard to do, you know, when I need something and I have, you know, five, six, seven juice cleanses to pick up and, you know, well, we're only running produce on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because nobody's ordering produce. Like, well, we need produce every day. Like, we're, we're, we're doing numbers over here. Like, how do we now shift to where we're taking that and still making more work? So that's kind of where we are. And that's kind of what we've been doing over the last, God, has it been six months? Six months. It's, it's yeah, it's six months. That's what we've been doing and figuring <laughs> out for the last six months. I just wow. can't believe we've been in a pandemic this long. Yeah. So as 
you talked a little bit about new partnerships um, and, and during this pandemic. Um, share with us one of something that's new. Is there a new product? Are you at, have you added a new product? Yeah, we actually just added a new juice today. It's called um, Napa and it is red cabbage, grapes, apples, and lemon. It's so good. It's so light. It's so refreshing. Um, and it's fall time. So we wanted to give, you know, our customers and our consumers something um, a little different to taste, something that uh, I think is good for inflammation, circulation, and bone health. And, um, you know, red cabbage is, is, is a fall produce item. So, you know, it's something that's going to be readily available and fresh. And so we just wanted to incorporate that into our lineup as well. We also do um, wholesale at Peace Love Eats, which is located in DeSoto. We also provide green juice to Press Roots, which is a textured straightening hair salon, like a dry bar almost. I've heard of and, them. Yeah, they're really, really good. And they're located in Dallas, um, like by Trinity Grows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are two new things that we are really excited about. And uh, we do have a couple other things in the works too that I and mentally making sure that I'm not saying out loud, but we have a couple of the things that are coming up to that we're really excited about. That's good. I'm, you know, it's all, and that's one thing that's really important as a business owner to number one, not be afraid to pivot when you need mm -hmm. to pivot, but then also being really open to innovate. So when you talk about the fact that you have partnered with a hair care, um, you know, um, shop, mm -hmm. you know, with your juice, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times when you're in business and you're thinking, if you're thinking one way, you're like, eh, no, that's not the right partnership. And so one of the things that I do know that does work well is collaboration as long as the business goals are aligned. And that is really key because exactly. um, certainly it just gets your, um, business name, and your product out there in a different manner. Yeah. Um, so of course, and obviously we know with coconut oils, like you can eat coconut oils or you can drink it, right? put it in your hair. But <laughs> I mean, so there are all these different solutions to particular products. And so it's, it's great to see you all just, you know, not being afraid to be innovative and, and partner and right. sure that you're not just solely thinking of the managed use bar, but, what else can we be doing out there? Right. We have a place and we have a product. And so we just feel like if we can get it out there, you know, yeah. if there's a need or a desire for it, then why not do it? So that's kind of where we are with it. You know, we're open and, you know, we, we're just taking it as it comes. That's good. That's good. So I know that in also with the, with the juice line, You've got smoothies and some foods. Um, talk a little bit about how they complement each other. Okay. So, you know, juice is more so for, juices, of course, is a meal replacement. It's really good if you're trying to do like a cleanse because we cold press the juice. It's good for three to five days. So instead of having to do a juice cleanse and juice every two hours, you can literally grab six 
12, 18 juices and just drink juice for three days. Um, on the other hand, we have smoothies, which are like an immediate meal replacement. So if you're looking to stop for lunch or you're looking for a healthy snack, you have the smoothies and they're fibrous as well. So, you know, the juice, there's no fiber in that because we press it, but the smoothies do. So if that's something that you need in your diet, that's available. Um, we also have the smoothie bowls, which are basically smoothies, but a lot thicker that you eat with a spoon and you can top it with like granola and chia seeds and all kind of like superfoods. And that's really good for packing in a lot of nutrients. To me, that will fill you up. I mean, sometimes I will eat a smoothie bowl for dinner and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with this. And that's really popular um, amongst a lot of the kids as well in school and high school and college. It's also really pretty. So they like to take pictures of it and put it on Instagram, which, you know, I am all about that. I've seen, I've seen them on your <laughs> IG um, feed. And I'm like, every time I go in there, I say I'm going to try one, but I end up getting juice. Yeah, every time. Yeah, like, it, it, but I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to try them because you're right. They do look good. They're really good. So they taste really good as well. And then we recently added um, some avocado and almond butter toast. So if you just have to chew, um, we do do 100% whole wheat toast and there's avocado and arugula and tomatoes and it's really, really, really good. Uh, it's like a way to, you know, for breakfast to start the day or even a midday snack. So we kind of have just a lot of different products, even juice shots as well, that are about making a healthy choice. And it's about incorporating it into your lifestyle. If you currently, you know, eat healthy for the most part, and you do need to stop and get food, which all of us do, then you have a way to say, okay, instead of stopping to get a burger, or fries, because that's all we have around here that's quick. I can stop and get a smoothie or a smoothie bowl or a juice, and it doesn't interrupt what I'm already intending on doing with my health, with my body. And so everything that we have, um, even when we're about to put a new product in the store, that's kind of how we're thinking about it. Okay, are we just going to be a hub for this, for people to just come here and get it? Or does this go along with our brand and our lifestyle and, and what we really want people to eat and drink and, and to add into their regimen? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes a mm -hmm. lot of sense. And I like the fact that you, that you talk about if you're already eating healthy, because I think that and for me personally, like whenever I do get on, you know, if I'm like totally eating healthy, I'm typically, I eat pretty well. Right. But it is those days when you got to run out and you're like, well, there's like 10 fast food places and there's nowhere for me to grab like a, a decent salad mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Or if there is, it's like, yeah, you know, so I like the fact that you're you've set up to, you know, be that space that you could go and grab a meal if you really needed to have that meal replacement or have something else that's a little bit heavier. But yeah. I do think that that's a challenge, you know, it is because again, you pass by five fast food restaurants. I've noticed that first when I was a pharmacist, because so as a pharmacist in a retail setting, like you can't leave, right? Like I can't go yeah. to anywhere. And so it's like, okay, I'm limited to what I can order or what's around here that I can send someone to go get. And nine times out of 10, like I find myself eating like chips and like 
tea for breakfast because I'm in the store and, you know, or, you know, Burger King for lunch because it's right up the street. And it's just like, if I could do better, I I would do better, you know? And so that was kind of the mindset we had when we opened it is just to give people the opportunity. You know, if you don't eat healthy, if you're not trying to live a healthy lifestyle, it might not be the place for you. You know, if you right. want a smoothie just for the, you know, just because it tastes like sugar, then, you know, there are options for that. And we're really good with that. Like we're really good understanding we're not for everybody, you know, and that's, we're not offended by that. Like, you know, there are things out here that are not for me and I don't patronize them. I don't go there. It's just not, it's not something that I can add to my lifestyle, but there is a subset of people out here who need what we have. And we're here to provide that for them. And we need it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when we talk about, so tell me, let's um, talk just briefly about um, the benefits, you know, because obviously we we're talking about juicing and eating healthy wellness, mm-hmm. you know, just from your perspective, you know, what do you think the, the biggest benefit is of doing, of juicing and or um, doing your smoothie regimen? Right. So the biggest thing is the, the nutritional value. Um, in order for me to get the amount of nutrition that I have in one bottle of 16 ounces of a cold pressed juice, I would have to eat five pounds of vegetables. And I can't like not five pounds. Like I literally cannot sit there and eat that much of green beans or kale or anything, but I can drink it very easily. And so it's a quick way to pack in um, all of the health and all of the vitamins and nutrients that you would need to get throughout the day. So that in and of itself is, is it. And I always tell people when they come in and they're like, well, I don't know, do I want a juice or do I want a smoothie? And I always tell them, well, the smoothie is going to fill you up faster. The juice is going to fill you up longer. So if you come in and you get a smoothie, you're looking just for something really quick for lunch, or you're, you're hungry right now, you're starving, you just want to get a smoothie to satiate yourself, you should. If you're looking for something that's going to last you throughout the day, you probably want to get a juice. And a lot of people don't believe that until they do it. And it's like, man, I had a juice at eight and man, I was still hungry, but then I looked up at nine and 10 and I was good. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's really nutritious. And so adding that to something you're already doing just kind of boosts your health and kind of takes it to the next level. You know, it all starts with what we put in our bodies, you know, whether it's mana juice, whether it's, you know, a salad, like whatever it is, like we as a people are not cognizant about what we eat and the long-term effects on that. We eat what tastes good. We eat what is available. We eat for now. We don't eat for our future. We don't eat for our children. We don't, we just don't, you know, we're not set up like that. And so you have to make a a cognizant, a conscious decision to say, okay, I am going to ensure that the things that I put in my body are going to be things that are going to benefit me. They're not going to harm me. They're not going to sit here for years on me and basically cause me issues that further down the line, I'm going to say, man, I I shouldn't have eaten so much fast food or I shouldn't have eaten so much. Was it worth it? You know, I don't know. You know, it's up to each individual person to decide. I don't eat as well as I want to 
but it is my intention to and I'm, as I get older and grow more I'm trying to make sure that I'm making better decisions on what I put in my body as well so I get it's a struggle but we're trying to help yeah well you guys are doing amazing things over there so yeah. I, 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 I I enjoy coming in there um, and of course, now during COVID, you're kind of like in and out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but certainly the, the service is, is good. And um, always see the, the, the team is just happy to be there and very, you know, accommodating, <laughs> you know, to ask if we have any questions. And, you know, so again, I think, you know, to that experience as well is so important. Um, and it doesn't matter who owns it. Right. Just, you know, knowing that when you go in there and you get a product, whether you're in there once a week or if you're in there five days a week, mm -hmm. it is still like very much the same customer service and the same vibe and it's fun and vibrant. So, of course, you know, it'll be great when everyone can get back into uh, not having to rush so much or maybe mm -hmm. being able to sit down for a little bit and and chill, but certainly um, I know I appreciate coming in there and, and just always, you know, when you're, when you've got something and it's good and it tastes good, it just makes you feel good all over, but to come in into an environment and have that same feeling is, you know, really is kind of special. So you guys definitely have something special. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for you and Dominique yeah wow so thank you so much that's feedback that we need to hear because that is our intention that is our messaging and so to hear it on the other side that this is translating through to you guys like it's really 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 i, I really really appreciate it no you're welcome you're welcome so tell us a couple of lessons lessons learned in entrepreneurship that you would share with someone that is going to start their journey. Oh my goodness. So, so many lessons, just so many lessons. Give us a couple. First of all, there will be lessons, right? That is the first lesson is that there will be lessons. So you can have an idea, you can have uh, a plan and you can have a process of how things are going to play out. And that is not going to happen like that. It's just not, it's, it's never going to happen like that. There's so many different factors. There's so many different things that are out of your control. There are so many different things that you think you know how to do, but you really don't know how to do that you don't even know that you don't know how to do it. So you have to be committed to it. You have to be open to the successes. You have to be open to the failures. You have to understand that it's a learning curve and you have to be in it for the long haul. You know, when we first opened, it was hit. Everybody was waiting for this. We did a lot of marketing, a lot of build up. We were packed for months. And then it was like, where is everybody? <laughs> where did everybody go you know what's going on and so we have to figure out okay the newness has worn off as a business how are you going to be viable how are you going to stay here and so we had to make sure that like you said okay let's make sure the vibe is right let's make sure the product is available let's make sure that we can control everything that we can control and like you said shift and pivot when necessary according to the demand of the customers so that would kind of be my first lesson is to just kind of be open to um, everything that's going to come with this journey because it's not going to be smooth at all. Yeah. 
That's good advice. That's great advice. And so, Christy, you're a mom of two. And um, share with us, you know, how that plays into um, your lifestyle, you know, and you being now like fully in this throttle of entrepreneurship as well. What are the kids? Yeah, the kids. (laughs) So it's so funny that you say that we, um, all of our friends have kids. And so we spend time with a lot of different kids at any given point. And me spending time with other kids has helped me to learn my kids. And they are children of entrepreneurs. It is apparent in how they talk. It's apparent in how they walk. It's apparent in the things that they need and ask for and the things that they don't need and don't ask for. For instance, if I take my son and daughter to the store, every time I look to the left, my my daughter will be here. Every time I look to the right, my son will be here. They will not be lagging behind me. They will not be dawdling. They know to keep up. You know, the time we spend together is so valuable because we don't get to spend every waking moment together. So when we are doing something and we are doing something fun, they're enjoying the time. We're enjoying the time. You know, I, my son, I fixed his tent the other day. Like, oh, I need to fix this tent. And I fixed it. And he was like, thank you, mommy, for fixing my tent. I really appreciate it. And it's like, I think they get it. Like, I think they get the lifestyle. I think they're a part of it. They've embraced it. And it's really all that they know at this point. And it's just something that is something that doesn't just belong to me and my husband. It belongs to them too. This is for them. This is their legacy. And so they go to the juice bar and they know what the juice bar is. And if I'm leaving the house, they're like, oh, where are you going to the juice bar? Can you bring me back a smoothie? Like, oh God, yes, I guess so. But you know, that has also helped incorporate healthy foods and healthy, uh, you know, supplements in their lifestyle as well. You know, as much as we do have like watermelon juice and um, strawberry juice, my son's favorite juice is the 24 care. It's carrot, apple, ginger. That's his juice. He loves it. If he comes to the juice bar, that's what he's going to get, a little eight ounce, and he's going to go about his day. So I'm just watching to see how this entire journey affects them, who it makes them into be you know, and even with like their friends come to the juice bar. So when they're at school, they're like, oh, I was at Chamberlain's juice bar yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you were at Chamberlain's juice bar. <laughs> okay. They I, I hear you. <laughs> right. Like, I, okay, I guess That's that is the second one. Bar. Right. And he's like, yeah, they were at my juice bar. Like, it's fine. So Like I was saying earlier, they're really good kids, but they've been on this journey with us and, you know, they, they, they seem to even enjoy the the entrepreneurial lifestyle to me. That's good. That's good. I find that even with my son, he actually has interned with us for, this is the second year he interned Mm -hmm. and he learned so much. And, um, he was, he, you know, was saying to his teacher, he had a, had a project to do and they actually used uh they were using canva mm-hmm. and which was interesting we use adobe and so for the summer he was already using adobe which he hopped into canva and like nailed it got a hundred right. on his project he was like mom he goes i'm really grateful to learned all that stuff about adobe he's like because mm-hmm. i went into canva and just did exactly what the man you know what we needed to do for our project 
and we were good. And so one of the things that just resonated with me is that it is never too early to mm-hmm. introduce your children to your business, to projects, to things that you're doing. I mean, he, same thing, um, you know, they just understand, they get it and they know the grind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think there is so much value in, um, in teaching our kids, but also letting them be a part of um, the, the company as well and the organization. It was kind of interesting. He wrote, uh, he was, you know, had to write other um, business owners this summer by email. Mm-hmm. And so someone had mentioned, they were like, oh yeah, I got an email from your son and a couple of your interns. And, um, and he put on the bottom that he was the VP of the company. <laughs> he's like, he's the VP. Yes. It was funny. I loved it. I mean, it was just yes. hilarious. I, and he told me, he was like, I've renamed myself, you know. Right, I have renamed myself. I have a title. Yeah, and, and then it's like, cool. you know what, go right ahead. Yeah, he was like, mom, you know, I was, I was junior, um, junior uh, digital inter, in, uh, intern last year, but this year, you know, I moved myself up. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so, like, okay, you've got, you promoted yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just it's like funny. you said too, it is so just amazing to see them, you know, just all children, especially children of, um, you know, business owners and themselves that are really, they've got to get in it because again, mm-hmm. um, but I do think they appreciate, you know, we always have movie nights and just kind of chill and relax and right. You know, the little balance yeah, that we I mean, can have. That downtime is is priceless for me. It I is joyous. It's so funny too because my um my son and my daughter they're close in age. They're almost exactly two two years apart. And my daughter recently did a video at school. And they're like, "Oh, what does your mommy do? What does your daddy do?" And she was like, "Oh, my daddy, he's a videographer. My mommy, she you know she works at a juice bar." And it's like, oh, that's nice. But I remember my son did that exact video because he went to the same school. And when they asked him, he was like, my daddy drives trucks and my mommy is a pharmacist because we were at that time. And so he's actually been able to see the pivot of our life change from being, you know, in the workforce to owning our own businesses and he asked a lot of questions about it and he you know he's been able to see it where my daughter that's literally all she's ever known and so it's good for both of them to have those experiences and um you know I'm sure that will be helpful for them once they get older as well to kind of try to figure it out for themselves what they want to do just amazing just amazing so as we wrap up what is something that you would just share about living your best life? Mm. You know, I will share, um, I'll share two things. And I'll say two things is because one of these things I have been saying every day to somebody for the last three or four weeks for sure. So I feel like I, I need to say it here. Um, I have spent, I feel like my entire 20s when I was 20. Figuring out who I am, and I feel like I've spent the 30s that I that I currently have figuring out who I'm not, and I feel like we leave that part out 
um, you know, you want to find yourself. I want to find myself. I want to know who I am. I want, but you don't necessarily take the time to be sure of who you're just not. And so to me, when you learn that, whether it's on the entrepreneurial journey, whether it's just in your own um, life and your own best practices, it makes decisions in life really, really simple, especially when you're with a person who will support that either way with what you are and what you are not. You know, I feel like I have been guilty of trying to be superwoman in the fact that I am an entrepreneur. And at the time when we first were started out, I was also still working. So I was an entrepreneur. I'm working. I have kids. I have a wife. I'm going to keep this house clean. And I'm going to do it. I can do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm not that. Like, I'm not that. I cannot do everything well. So... The things that I can do well, the things that I am good at are the things that I'm investing my time into and I think that I'm investing my energy into and what's most important to me, to my family, to our life. And who I am not, I will not try to be that, period, <laughs> as the kids say. And so that is something that I feel like um, I wish I would have known that maybe six years ago. And the other thing that I've had to recently realize, and my husband has had to recently realize as well, is that there is a level of self-care that being an entrepreneur will make you neglect in a sense, because there's no nine to five. I'm working when it's 5 a.m. I'm working when it's midnight. Even if I'm not physically doing something, this is on my mind, this is on my brain, I'm preparing for the next day, we're having conversations about it. So you never turn off. And if you're not taking care of yourself, where is the release? Where is, you know, people, I, I grind till, you know, I'm, I'm never gonna sleep. I, I, that's not realistic for the most part. And so I've had to make time this year basically to take some time out for self-care and it doesn't mean I don't go hard at work or when I'm at work or about my work but I'm also making sure that okay what else do you need right now Christy do you need rest do you need to eat what do you need to eat like you've been eating bad for the last couple of days like do you need to you know pivot and do a juice cleanse and, and get back on your healthy lifestyle do you need to exercise like you know you say you want to exercise but you're not doing it <laughs> like you know you say you feel better when you do it gives you energy gives you a more positive mindset like maybe you need to incorporate this back into your lifestyle um and one thing that i recently needed that i was able to do for myself is to create a space in our house for me you know this house used to be mine and my husband's and you know he only took up a little bit of space and all of the rest of this house was for me and now we have kids and I'm looking around this house and like there is no space for just me like all of this is shared space and so we were able to do like a, a outside like gazebo pergola type of thing recently and that is that is mine. It is two oh, chairs good. outside. It is a rug. It is for me. If you are invited into the space, it is fine. <laughs> I love it. Just love it. 
to look just like that today when I go outside. And I didn't realize how much I needed that, but it's kind of added such a peace and a peace of mind to me and a balance to the craziness that is this new entrepreneurial lifestyle for me. Because like I said, this is a new hat for me. So the things that I used to need or I used to think that I needed are very different from the things that I need right now. Well, it sounds like you are just on that journey and consistently involving as a young woman. And that is key. And being able to identify that and and do it is also very key because sometimes we know it, but we don't take the steps to make those things happen. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. I'm at the doing part of it. And some days are better than other days. But for the most part, this I'm embracing it. This is me. This is what I need to do. This is awesome. Great. Well, everyone, we are going to wrap it up. I have so enjoyed talking to you. I know, me too. Did we do a podcast or did we just talk? <laughs> I feel like we just were talking. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's been great. Um, But again, everybody, my special guest today was Christy Andrews. She is the co-founder of Mana Juice Bar in Mansfield, Texas. And we have just enjoyed hearing her entrepreneurial story. I hope that it has inspired you um, as well. And as always, continue to live your best life. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Remember, be bold enough to use your voice, brave enough to listen to your heart, and strong enough to live the life you've always imagined. See you next time.